0: to another episode of The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, the key, out of Newton, Georgia. Brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar Grill, your official post-game after-party for the Columbus Rapids. We've got a great show for you. I have a special guest that will join later. It's Ignite Sports President and General Manager of the Columbus River Dragons, Columbus Chattahoots, and Chaka Laka Monsters, Scott Brand. Looking forward to hearing from him. We've got a great show to talk about. We had a walk-off home run by the Atlanta Braves, a couple of NBA playoff games, that I'm going to recap. The Memphis Grizzlies aren't dead yet. And we had some NHL playoffs to get into And don't forget, today is the schedule release in the NFL. So just a reminder that tomorrow I'm going to have Tyler Crowder on the show. He is the host of a podcast called Kicking It with Crowder. And he is a very knowledgeable sports guy. I'm looking forward to having a conversation with him. Well, if you're a Braves fan, you had a great night last night. The Braves, like they did a lot last season, ended it. In walk-off fashion. 5-3 to three over the Boston Red Sox. Orlando Arcia hit a two-run homer in the bottom of the ninth. When the game was tied at three apiece. And the Atlanta Braves avoid the sweep against the Boston Red Sox. And they are now 15-17 and 17 overall as they get ready for this three-game series with the San Diego Padres Friday night. Max Fried will take the mound against Hugh Darvish. And the Atlanta Braves are just hoping for a great three-game series. I think the Braves need to go for the sweep if they want to turn this season around. But right now, they're six back of the New York Mets. Switching gears, let's talk about the NBA playoffs. As we had some exciting games last night in the National Basketball Association. Let's start with the Milwaukee Bucks as they defeated the Boston Celtics 110-107. to As they take a 3-2 series lead, this was just an exciting game, especially toward the last two minutes of the game when Boston was up by six thanks to a dunk by Al Horford to make it 105-99, and the place just erupted. It looked like Boston was going to close this game out. At one time, the Boston Celtics had a 14-point lead, but they blew it, and Milwaukee came all the way back. Giannis hit a big three, and then... Drew Holiday hits a big 3 and ties it. With Boston up by 2, Giannis has a chance to tie it. Go into the charity stripe, he misses one and then a big putback by Bobby Portis and Milwaukee is up 108 to 107. And then Drew Holiday with the big defensive play, the block on Marcus Smart and then a steal to seal the victory. And the winner of game 5 usually goes on to win the seven-game series, 82% of the time. So Milwaukee has a chance to close it Friday night in Milwaukee, up 3-2, to two. never count out the defending champs. But I've been enjoying watching this series as both teams are going back and forth at each other. And uh, this is the final. Whoever wins this series is going to reach the NBA Finals, in my opinion. The Memphis Grizzlies just won't quit. They bounce back and get a huge victory over the Golden State Warriors, 134-95. to The Warriors' shooting woes continue, and the Grizzlies do it with balanced scoring. Of course, they're not going to have John Morant for the remainder of the playoffs, but they get balanced scoring from Jaron Jackson Jr., Tyus Jones, and Desmond Bain. They all had 21 points, and the Warriors shot 45%. The Grizzlies avoid elimination. And now all the pressure is going to be on go- on Golden State to close it out Friday night in San Francisco because you do not want this game to go back to Memphis for a potential Game 7. I'm just glad that we got to see an exciting series. That's just my opinion. NHL playoffs last night. The New York Rangers avoid elimination by defeating the Pittsburgh Penguins 5-3. You had the Florida Panthers defeat the Washington Capitals. They take a 3-2 series lead. And the Calgary Flames defeated the Dallas Stars 3-1 to take a 3-2 series lead. So all the home teams last night in the NHL won. Looking at what's on tap tonight, as the Carolina Hurricanes go back to Boston, they're up 3-2 in their series. You have the Tampa Bay Lightning. They have a chance to even the series against the Toronto Maple Leafs. There's still a possibility that the Tampa Bay Lightning could three-peat. We have not had a three-peat champion in the NHL since the New York Islanders won four straight Stanley Cups. The Minnesota Wild taking on the St. Louis Blues. St. Louis has a chance to close it at home as they are up 3-2 to in that in that series, and then the Los Angeles Kings have a chance to close it out at the Crypto Arena against the Edmonton Oilers. The good thing about the Lakers and the Clippers not being in the playoffs, well, the workers at the Crypto Arena don't have to change out that ice for the hardwood, right? (laughs) All right, before I get Scott here on the show, uh, we got just a busy day today. NFL schedule release comes out. And we also, a big shout-out to Glenwood over in Phoenix City, Alabama. They uh, were in the state championship against Pike Liberal Arts. Uh, They lost both games, but a valiant effort. Glenwood just had an amazing season. Don't forget Calvary Christians in the state playoffs, and we also have Central taking on Phoenix this Friday night. Also, this Friday night is the first of the double elimination tournament in the Peach Belt Conference final as Columbus State has the number one seed, and they are hosting the tournament. We also have LaGrange College taking on North Carolina Wesleyan in the USA South tournament. So a lot to get to. Hope that everybody sticks around, and we'll be back with Scott. Welcome back to the show. Just a reminder that you are listening to us on WQEE 99.1 FM, The Key. And on the show today, I am excited about our next guest. It is president of Ignite Sports and general manager of the Columbus River Dragons, Columbus Chattahoots, and Chocolaca Monsters, Scott Brand. Scott, welcome to the show. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, I'm glad that I could get you on the podcast just to talk River Dragons hockey. Thank you so much for just putting out a great product. It's not the outcome we wanted. I was at game one of the Commissioner's Cup final. I've never heard the Civic Center so loud, and I was watching both game two and three on YouTube. Zach DeBozart did an incredible job, and you guys should be proud of what the River Dragons did with this city and the impact they have on the city of columbus
1: no i, I appreciate that. that that starts you know right with the fact that we had a really classy coach you know boom boom uh, jerome boom boom bouchard and and obviously our ownership group who's committed to uh committed to columbus not only just hockey uh, but also baseball now and and so yeah we're, we're proud obviously you'll you want to win the championship you know probably saved us about twenty thousand dollars worth of rings but uh, <laughs> but uh yeah. You know, it uh, was an incredible last game, you know, and, and and honestly, for like 20 minutes, we lost 20 minutes in game two, uh, and, and that probably was what cost us. But other than that, uh, real good playoffs and a good season.
0: Yes, it was. I had fun. The couple of games that I went to, it was just an amazing atmosphere. I do want to talk about that game, game one of the Commissioners' Cup final. You're taking on a Watertail Wolves team that had the best record all season. So they had the home ice. But Columbus going into that game, they get the early deficit, McDonald on a breakaway. It's already one nothing before fans can actually get into their seats. But I tell you, Scott, every time Columbus clawed back into that game and scored a goal, that place erupted, and it was just so amazing. And uh, you should be proud of just the product that the River Dragons have brought forth this uh, last season.
1: Well, we are, you know, and and the thing about that game is is we were like, listen, we got one chance to sell a sell a hockey game, and it was all hands on deck here. And, and of course, you know, we're we're battling to to, to get everything um, going and our sales going. And, and the sales team did a tremendous job. I mean, forty, I think we had forty five hundred there that night, and and uh, normally you're used to a crowd of uh, in the playoffs of about twenty two hundred you know and then um and then uh, we just knew something special was going on cuz we'd hit 3000 pre-sold you know and then to walk up another 1500
0: what a what a great night right let's talk about the expansion draft because three new teams are coming into the federal prospects hockey league you got the Mississippi Sea Wolves you got a team from Erie and you got a team from Motor City i think they're called the Motor City Rockers but i saw the list of the protected players so your key players Josh Pietro Antonio Jagger Williamson Hunter bersani Austin Doe Bailey mcBurney so all your key players are coming back and they are protected uh tell me about like what team you expect to see next season and what are you looking forward to having three new teams in the fphL
1: well first of all it's gonna be better for the fans I mean we played you know, my old team, the, the Carolina Thunderbirds, you know, uh, love them to death, but we play them way too much, you know, and I know we're going to play a lot of Biloxi this year. But uh, I think as the league has grown, uh, you know, we, we, we haven't had a team fold in the middle of the season. We haven't had a team have uh, financial issues. So people are now looking at the league as, okay, you guys got your stuff together. Uh, so it's a good, solid place to play. You know, some of those markets are going to be incredible. Biloxi's a, a great old hockey market, believe it or not, and, of course, Detroit, Michigan. Um, You know, they're going to be a great alternative, the Red Wings, who've kind of priced themselves out of of the middle income people, you know, and 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 then uh, and then uh, uh, Elmira coming back, you know, another good hockey market there. I think you're going to see the league step up a little bit. Uh, It's going to be nice because we're going to get to see uh, different teams coming here and and we're looking forward to it. I like our team coming back. Uh, There's some guys we had to leave unprotected just because, you know, uh, you can only protect so many. But we're going to still get some of those guys back, too. So not
0: all of them will get picked. And, Scott, this is coming from a fan of Columbus sports teams. But I don't know, but it would be nice. Have you ever considered possible interleague play that maybe the Columbus River Dragons could play the and Mayhem or the Atlanta Ghost Pirates in the future?
1: Well, we do it in a heartbeat. Unfortunately, I don't think those teams will do it. You know, I can sit here and do the WWF thing and say they're afraid to meet us in the ring. But, uh, really, they have nothing to gain by playing us because everybody would expect us to lose. Uh, and if we did pull off a victory, then, you know, that's just going to talk, you know, bragging rights and all that. But, yeah, we'd love to play, you know, particularly Macon. Macon makes the most sense in the world. Um, or, or Birmingham, you know, uh, with with uh, Savannah going into the ECHL, it, it should be a, at least a, a pretty good step up in hockey. But, uh, no, we'd love to have uh, – have them uh, come play, play home and home against them.
0: All right, Scott, let's switch gears and let's talk about baseball in the Sunbelt League, the Columbus Chattahoochee. You're also the general manager for the Chocolaga Monsters. They play each other June the 3rd in Oxford, and then the first home game is June the 4th at Golden Park. Just tell the listeners out there, what type of product are we expecting this season for the upcoming year for the Columbus Chattahoots?
1: Well, those that followed the hoots last year know what Steve did. I mean, first year guy comes into a league unknown. We were kind of like, you know, when we hired him, everybody was like, geez, you got a high school coach there. And I'm like, well, I think this is a little bit better than a high school coach than we, your average high school coach. And he did a tremendous job, you know, with, with 2,500 people in the stands every night. You know, the, the kids want to play here. So recruiting wasn't an issue. So I think I see the hoots again. In the championship when all is said and done you know obviously from an ownership
0: standpoint i hope they're in a championship against the uh, Chocolaga monsters all right and individual tickets went on sale today i cannot wait for june the fourth i actually ran into you scott uh, last weekend at historic golden park such a nice venue of course golden park was hosted the southern states athletic conference tournament and i'd love just the the seats it's affordable seats there's there's not a bad seat in the house and plus you have your suites uh, I expect you guys should be selling a lot of tickets and I, I cannot wait to get out to some Columbus Chattahoots games this season.
1: No it's really family friendly and as you hit the nail on the head that the pricing is, is is you know very family friendly you know eight bucks you can get a seat in the stands if you're a veteran you get in for six dollars. And then uh, if you're a kid, you get in for, for $6. But you know, the other thing is, is the food pricing, you know, we we're we're cognizant, we're family people too. And we want to make sure that the, the the food pricing's there. We want to make sure that when you, when you buy a beer, you don't have to go into debt, you know, so it's a, it's a $5, 16 ounce beer that's served ice cold. And and so um, it's, it it needs to be family friendly. I mean, that's our market, you know, uh, it's great to go up and watch the Braves. They're incredible organization, but, You know, you try and take a family of four up to the Braves, and by the time you get parking and tickets and, you know, your hot dogs and your soda, you know, you're you're taking a second mortgage out on a
0: home. Yeah. Well, Scott, I am definitely invested in Columbus sports teams in the Fountain City. For the first time since I've been to Columbus, we've had four professional sports teams. Of course, I work for the Columbus Lions and the Columbus Rapids, but with the River Dragons and the Chattahoots. And because I'm invested in these teams, I follow them on the road. And so it has been just a treat to listen to your play-by-play announcer, Zach DeBozart, who called the longest game in FPHL history, and then he's now going to make the transition over to baseball. And uh, what has Zach meant to Ignite Sports, being the versatile play-by-play announcer that he has been?
1: Well, it's been great because, you know, when you hear Zach, you know that you got, you're listening to hockey or you're listening to baseball and you're listening to Columbus hockey and Columbus baseball. So it's been great the fact he's been consistent. You know, Zach actually knows a lot more about other sports or or as much about other sports. I know he's a big soccer fan. I know he talks about the the Atlanta team all the time and he goes up there and watches them. You know, uh, he actually got me involved in uh, in rugby. Yes. And so he turned me on to that. And so he, uh, you know, you know, he's very sports knowledgeable. I know he's run some shows uh, that, that did not deal with hockey at all. And so uh, it, it's been great to have him around. And, of course, our relationship with Jordan Broadcasting, you know, um, as, you know, we're one of the few teams with a, with, a, with a radio network and a television network. But Jordan
0: Broadcasting has been great with, with our, our relationship
1: with them. And, uh, obviously, we'll continue that with the Hoots.
0: Well, I do appreciate Jordan broadcasting. They gave me the opportunity. Going on about four months now that my uh, radio show has been on WQEE 99.1 from 5 to 5.30. So, Scott, yeah, you're you're on the radio on the the flagship station for your Columbus River Dragons and Columbus Chattahoots. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, no,
1: they've been great. You know, and it's it's gotten us tomorrow. I will tell you that I didn't know uh, what Jordan, as we know, has a station in, in LaGrange and Lionville. And, uh, you know, I was surprised at the number of hockey listeners we had uh, in Lionville.
0: I got that from from the work we've done up in, uh, in Oxford. All right. And I, I actually think that with all the sports going on in Columbus, and basically what I've been trying to do with this podcast, which I've had for two years now, is to get passionate sports fans that live in Columbus, whether it's River Dragons fans, Columbus Lions fans, to get them hyped up about their team and uh, that's what I've been doing the past couple of weeks. I was hyping up the River Dragons in the playoffs. Uh, I'll talk Columbus Chattahoots. I'm trying to get the manager, Steve Smith, on the podcast. I've had Zach Debozard on the podcast. Uh, myself and Jared Dillard, we've had uh, Darren Daniel. I've had Coach Gibson. And so we really try to get the professional sports here in Columbus, and we really try to get the fans – excited about professional sports and invested in these teams and really that's what i've been living in columbus since 2015 i mean yeah i like the atlanta teams but columbus is just a very interesting market because these teams are owned and they are good of course the river dragons winning the ignite cup in 2021 the columbus lions going to the national arena league championship last season and the Chattahoots reaching the sunbelt championship last season as well and so just all these teams have had ha, let me rephrase that has had has had success well i think
1: you, you know it, it, it's i'm glad you're you're you know you're talking about that because if you look at the teams you're right the lions every year are in it uh, the river dragons every year have been in it and of course we only had one year the uh, of the chattahoots they were in it you know and and so it's either your runner up or, or you're gonna, you, you win the thing. And, uh, you know, at some point we'll be a title town of, uh, of the South.
0: Oh, that would be amazing. And hopefully the Columbus Rapids will have a better second season. They did finish third, the men and the women's team. And I think that's really cool being the voice of the Columbus Rapids, having a women's team and a men's team. And I tell you what, Scott, I, I think, uh, I've entertained this idea. Tell me if you think this is a cool idea. Cause uh, Zach DeBozart was up there in the booth with me during a Rapids game, and I thought it would be really cool if I called a game with Zach. I've been wanting to call a game with Zach for a long time. I think he would be an amazing soccer play-by-play announcer.
1: Well, he he's a pretty good announcer. I've heard him do football and and I know he can do basketball. And as I said, I know he's a fan of soccer, so he'd be he I'm sure I'm sure he'd be, he'd like it up there, you know. Problem is you won't get any airtime. He does like to hear himself talk a lot. So, um, no, nah, I'm just kidding. But he, uh, <laughs> he, uh, I'm sure he do very well. And I know, I know. At one point, you know, when we were in Carolina, he did. Uh, I don't know if he did color or play by play for the uh, what's the Cobras over there?
0: The Carolina Cobras. Yes, yeah, they are three and zero right now in the National Arena League. So, oh, so we we started out as Cobra fans. That's how we got oh. indoctrinated into
1: the. Uh, Come to find out, that's the arch rival, I guess, down here. It was until Jacksonville cheated and got everything going. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, tell me about your time in Carolina because you brought Zach over with you. So the Columbus Cottonmouths, they fold in 2017. And so your diehard Cottonmouths fans were very disappointed. I kept looking in the Ledger inquirer I just I wanted to see if hockey's ever going to return to Columbus. There was talks about bringing a, a team called the Columbus Burn, and that folded. And then all of a sudden, the River Dragons, in the fall of 2019, they show up, and it was exciting. I took my daughter to a River Dragons game. The 2019-2020 season, it, the River Dragons, the whole city of Columbus was excited about that. You make the transition from Carolina to Columbus. You bring Zach with you. Unfortunately, COVID happened, but you came back strong in the 2021 season, had limited fans at the Civic Center. Personally, I feel that these, this season felt a lot more real because you had more fans in the building. Oh, there,
1: there's no question about about that. You know, we, we talk about the – you know, people forget the game before COVID shut us down as we had played up in Winston-Salem that, that, for, that uh, weekend. I had that famous brawl where the opposing team had taken – the coach had taken his shirt off, and boom was going to fight him, and it was just a, a gong show up there. And, and so, you know, we were playing him, and we had some promo. I don't think it was military night. It was something else. And, uh, you know, we had pre-sold. I think we are in the 4,500 range for a pre-sell on, uh, as of Monday before the Friday game. And so we're thinking, hey, listen, we might actually sell this building out be the first time in, you know, 30, 40 years or however the building is. And all of a sudden, you know, Tuesday we're all sitting there going, okay, nothing's going to happen. And Wednesday, you know, you figure, okay, we were told we're getting shut down, but it will be two weeks at the most. And then, you know, COVID just kind of kicks us all right in the rear end. But you're right. This is the first year we were able didn't have to worry about social distancing. We didn't have to worry about, I think we started out with masks and we got to get those, let those go in the middle of the season. So it was nice to have a normal year.
0: Scott, I want to talk about your staff at Ignite Sports. Uh, First of all, you have an amazing public address announcer, Dana Barker, for the Columbus River Dragons. The crowd feeds off his energy. And then, of course, Taylor, a great in-game promoter uh, between the timeouts. Uh, I remember her at doing the Columbus hoots last year. Brian Thomas was his name. He did a great job uh, as a public address announcer. What makes your staff so special? I mean, obviously you you handpick them, but – you pretty much know talent when you see it.
1: Well, it's 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 that is you know you, you look for certain things. You look for people who are going to be dedicated to, to your program. But you know the biggest thing I think you got to you got to realize is when you hire them, let them do their job. You know uh, if I had all the answers to to do the PA or do the stuff on the intermission, then I'd be doing it for. But you figure something. You talk with people. You you figure out what their 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 positive parts are. You give them a little. You know, hey, listen, this worked for us in the past. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to do it? But let them do their job. You hire them, you let them do the job, and 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 I believe that you know the cream rises to the top. And you mentioned the three people as is, is you know Thomas and Barker and and and, uh, and uh, Blackwell. There, I you mean, know, all did tremendous jobs, and it, it was great. To, uh, and they they add a lot too. I mean, when people hear them, they they know you know it's uh, where the we're the hoots or where the where the dragons.
0: All right, Scott, before I let you go, because you've just added the Chocolata Monsters to this Sunbelt League, and and you're getting a game day staff up there as well. Is there a possibility for any other uh, teams that Ignite Sports is thinking about adding?
1: There's always a, a chance that, that we're going to. You know, we, we always look at certain situations. Like, originally we had gone, before even the, the, the Chattahoots, we would looked at Albany as a possible baseball franchise and and COVID hit and that shut everything down but you know we'd always look at any kind of information anything that goes on I mean it'd be nice to have a I know in Chocolaca, there's a chance we might be going getting into the soccer business outdoor anyway and so um,
0: that's where we're at but uh, you always just take a look at stuff and and see uh, see where we're at. I cannot wait June the 4th and it's going to be great the Chocolaca Monsters are coming to town historic Golden Park Hopefully we could pack that place. I'm gonna try to go. I shouldn't drag my feet on this because these tickets could go fast, and uh, I want to see a crowd out there like a uh, banana ball like last month. You, know, you remember when the Savannah Bananas came to Golden Park? I do. I mean, that was incredible. Yeah, let's see a crowd like that at the home opener for the Chattahoots. That'd be amazing. Yep. No, and
1: and and we think we can.
0: We think it. We'll be happy we get half that, but I think we're already over 2,000 for that night. Absolutely, and I'm definitely going to try to make it to as many Columbus Chattahoots games as I can, and it's fun for the whole family. My two daughters enjoy going to baseball games. You saw my whole family was there this past weekend uh, supporting my wife's alma mater, Faulkner University, and got to talk to the manager, as uh, he used to be the baseball manager at my alma mater, Freed Harmon University, and I caught a foul ball for the first time ever at a baseball game, and the entire Faulkner team uh, sign that baseball it was just an incredible moment unfortunately they lost to william Carey in the southern states athletic conference tournament but it was just it was fun and i just enjoy going to a baseball game at historic golden park yep well no
1: and uh and hopefully we'll keep that uh keep that going on and then we'll see you uh see
0: you out here quite a bit all right thank you so much scott for being a guest on the podcast and uh, good luck this season i know that but for, for both your teams uh columbus and chakalaka hopefully they could both meet in the sunbelt championship game yep no i appreciate it thank you all right that was scott brand president of ignite sports and the general manager for the columbus river dragons chattahoots and chakalaka monsters thank you everybody for listening to the podcast don't forget to like subscribe to my facebook channel hope everybody has a great rest of your day and we will talk to you soon bye